Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Season 2 of the Ruse and Shine podcast. A season dedicated to practical insights on how to redesign your career and a live experiment to test our insights in real life. Featuring us, the Swedish sisters, Josephine Bruce and Victoria Bruce also. Based in the US and the UK, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Good morning, this is Victoria from Atlanta. Good morning, Josephine from Brighton. You're not morning. <laughs> no, that's true. Good lunchtime. <laughs> so um, this season we have embarked, or I have, and the, and the mm -hmm. podcast has embarked on a career redesign journey. So mm -hmm. in our last episode, we gave the introduction of where to start your career redesign journey, including a self-assessment to see where you are at in your own career. Yeah, so if you want to start by that, it's on our homepage, rusenshine.com. And what we really did is identified four cornerstones of a successful career. Health, purpose, connection and wealth. Yes. And in today's episode, it's all about working towards your purpose because mm -hmm. we identified that that's where I wanted to start <laughs> uh, on, on my career journey. So whether you feel that you are someone who's already on track in regards to your purpose, you have some clue or you feel a little lost in what your purpose might be, this episode will provide three practical exercises that will give you insights from your past, present and future. And then we're going to leave all of you listeners and me with actions <laughs> that we can start with tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So really what we're doing is we are hoping to inspire you that are looking for a new career But also you who are in the midst of a career and maybe want to check in if you are on the right track. And also all of those of you who lost a career, because that's many, many, many people out there right now. So purpose. Um, I have felt that there's a lot of overemphasis on finding your purpose as if, mm -hmm. you know, purpose is something that is just supposed to magically appear and we're supposed to know exactly what we want to do and if we don't we might feel like like a failure and a lot of studies though have shown that about 20% of us know what our purpose might be and mm. probably out of those 20% once they start to do their purpose might realize that that's actually not their purpose yeah so we're sometimes led to believe that purpose or passion is something that just come to you as an aha 
moment. Mm -hmm. But there's more and more research and thought leaders that are suggesting that purpose or passion or, or flow, which are connected to your purpose, are developed through what you do. And by the action of doing, you get to your purpose and your passion. Yeah, I like that. And I also think we have to realize that there might be some work, you know, to make this happen. And you need to sit down based on all of what you've been doing and do some proper writing and, and reflection and, and structure it. Very often I find people, they're waiting for this perfect beach in this moment. But, you know, your your own sofa at home is also good enough to bring up a notebook and start working on this. It's interesting, and I I know I've probably shared this before, but many of us mistake the purpose for kind of being like a goal list. Mm -hmm. But I would say it's more about who you are and not so much about what you're going to be achieving. Mm -hmm. More the why behind the what. That's what you want to look for. I did share the story of once when I was doing this workshop on finding your purpose together with a bunch of young, ambitious leaders. And they were all a little bit frustrated about this. They were like, no, really, why are we going to do, you know, isn't it better to just define our big goals, right? What it is that we want to do. Mm. And they, we were talking and discussing this. And then at one point, the owner of the company well, he was sitting in the back of the room, sort of said, hey, guys, let me just share something. When I was young, like you guys, I sat down and I made myself like three main goals. So he was going to start up at least one company. He was going to become a millionaire by the age of 30 and something else. I forgot. And he said, by the time I reached 30, I had achieved all these goals. Mm. And as a result, I felt completely empty because what was there now left to do? If I would have not focused so much on the goals, they would have come up, but rather on who I wanted to be, you're never done. Mm. And I think that's also the beauty of having a purpose. It is more about who you are, the why behind the what. From that, you can then determine all your goals. So it's not that you shouldn't have goals in life. But the purpose starts out with something bigger. So, I mean, purpose for us in, in that sense and, and from the uh, from the millionaire that you were speaking to or the company leader, it's really about meaning in a sense. And it's mm. it's working towards a meaning and working in alliance with the meaning that, that you have for yourself. And what we set out when we started this career redesign journey and, and podcast season, we really said, well, Purpose is, is key because we believe that everyone should be able to have a meaningful career. Yeah. And meaning is really something that because we spend so much time in our jobs. Um, and yeah. that's why we think that a successful career has meaning. Obviously, you can have a career that just pays your bill. But in our definition of successful, it's then not successful. It's not giving you meaning. So for a purposeful career, your vacation should really go in hand in hand with your purpose or at the very least ensure that your career is in line with your values. Yeah. So how do we get started? Because it's just like I said about the purpose, you need to actually sit down and do a little bit of work. So we thought of four aspects that we think are key to consider to really get started. And the very first one is actually to learn from the past. 
Mm. So I'm going to start out by by asking you, Josephine, if you think to your past career or your career to date, which job or project have you enjoyed the most so far and why? When when have you been at your best? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, and there are, of course, many different aspects. But trying to answer the, it so concisely, what comes up? Um, one project that I hugely loved was actually when I was um, working as a master's student and we organized a really large conference for peace builders at the UN. So it was with young peace entrepreneurs. And we brought them together from all across the world. There were five teams from five different countries. And we brought them to the UN and they had a super innovative session on how to create these peace building projects in their local communities. Hmm. And I thought about this before quite a lot because there had a number of aspects to why that, which was quite early in my career, uh-huh. why that was so much fun. <laughs> and why was it so uh, much fun? It was so much fun because it had the peace building part, uh-huh. the meaning that I really, really love. Uh-huh. Um, it had the entrepreneurial side, which is sometimes otherwise lost or has been a bit lost in other parts of my career. Uh-huh. It had that young entrepreneurial feeling. When you and say young entrepreneurial feeling, what is that to you? So that is people that are coming with an open mind, ready to do things a bit differently. So it's not falling within a certain mold of an organization, such as, for mm-hmm. example, the UN sometimes or a big corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, so the young is probably the the innovative part that I like, that nothing yeah. is uh, off limits. Everything is testable and, and a bit hungry as well. That's that's young for me. Yeah. And then it was the idea of working with a great team, a great team of driven people that all had the idea that we can make this happen. Hmm. Um, I think those were aspects that I really enjoyed. Oh, wonderful. And then the setting as well. And I think that's important to reflect for everyone's career. So the setting was a very international context um, at that time in New York, which at that point was exactly where I wanted to be and provided a lot of opportunities and a lot of connection to to thought, other thought leaders. Interesting. Yeah, I can almost feel the buzzing energy from that. Mm. So for everyone now listening, take a moment and just look back to your career and think about where have your highs been? What have you enjoyed the most? Just like you, Josephine, you sort of pinpointing that moment maybe it's a project maybe it's a a specific position you were in so just identify those and then do the same and and look back and say where have been your lowest points what have you enjoyed the least and why is that so really it's identifying what you are enjoying when you're thriving when you're contributing and when you're not doing that so much And get specific. So really look at what were you doing? Like what were the actual tasks? Mm -hmm. What were you achieving? I mean, are are you liking this only because it went well? (sighs) Or did you actually like the process of doing the tasks that were involved? So not just the results, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Who were involved? 
were you working alone or were you working with other people? Where were you? Mm-hmm. And and try to see and also test because some of those things in, in the example that I mentioned, fantastic, but they also suited Josephine 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, all of those things would not necessarily suit me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so get a little bit specific when looking into to the best and the worst experiences that you've had. Yes. And also, I think one more element is looking back to your career to date and ask yourself, which choices did you make and which Mm. ones are you proud of that you really, you know, which stands out as those were great, solid, important choices. And maybe do you regret any choices or were there choices that you didn't make? So really sort of summing that up and identifying what's your key learning when it comes to your career to date. Do you have any uh, examples, putting you on the spot here, of a choice that was, you know, really well made or or a choice that you made for the wrong reason? That Well, I can think of, um, for example, the choice I made to step down from my career at one point. As we all know, I've spoken about it before, and actually it led to so many great things. So that was an important choice that shaped my entire career since and that was a very value driven choice yeah you'd looked really looked into your values and what you wanted to really build and strengthen during that time and that led you exactly to this. so basically I, I left my my job as a managing director and went into just spending more time at home at that moment because um, my my daughters really needed me and that in turn actually led to great things so that's a choice I'm really happy about I don't feel I have any choices that I regret. Uh, I can look back some and, you know, I remember fairly young in my career being quite frustrated in uh, one position and sort of started to look elsewhere. And I'm so happy I didn't go on with that because I, I kind of stayed and I sticked with it. And then some new opportunities showed up that were even better than if I would have just jump ship if you wish yeah so and if you are someone who find that you are now looking back and regretting things then I mean there is a real skill in in reframing that and then Mm. see okay so what what is that regret telling you in terms of you didn't act in accordance with values or you did do something that's wrong and how can you how can you learn from that now yeah so let's move into the now because that's uh, the next step really we look at the past and then look at now So looking at the now, the key thing I I would say is to start by identifying what are your values. Mm. And I believe that many of us have done this exercise. Maybe you haven't, then that would be great. You should do the exercise. You could listen. We have a podcast episode, which is specifically on identifying and living in accordance with your values. Yes. And there's also a pep sheet that you can download in relation to that. So there's, there's plenty on this. But maybe if you have done this, actually go and update your values. Are those top five values that you identified, are they still your top five? Because we're not stagnant. And sometimes I believe that we think that we are the person we were five years ago, but we constantly change and you might want to update your values. Yes. And we've also spoken about roles. And right now, uh, looking at the roles that are in specific relationship to your career, 
maybe go back and, and rewrite those roles and visit them? What should they look like? What should it feel like? And, and go a little bit deeper there. Mm. Another activity that you can do to sort of identify where am I right now is if you could sort of just travel in time 10 years ahead from now and look back and see yourself. So Josephine, if, if you would see yourself right now, 10 years from now, what would you think? What would you see? What would you tell yourself today? I would tell myself, you're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing plenty. Um, I also think I would say, oh, wow, this is a time when you're really building resilience mm -hmm. and building a proper and this I go back to my horoscope for this year I mean it sounds a bit naive but I do feel like I'm building a foundation for the next steps of my life yeah. and I really do want that to be the story when I look back in 10 years to see okay I really invested this time uh -huh. um, while being in the midst of as all of us the global pandemic and um, having young children where time just is a vacuum like it just gets sucked yeah. into <laughs> I mean it's fantastic and lovely but time just disappears did you and see my picture on the Thrive uh, article my Thrive blog no with the mom and her little daughter and the mom is <laughs> working by the laptop and the daughter is standing there. yes and I'm seeing a lot of my friend I mean it's a guest like this for many people I know in Colombia I know my friends in New York they're all doing homeschooling yeah still and it's really tough so I'm really feeling with everyone else who's, who's in that that situation so you um, would tell yourself you're doing okay keep and keep on keep yeah. on doing what you're doing and keep on believing that you're you're doing the right thing. I wonder if I would ask myself, hey, Victoria, why are you working so hard? <laughs> or maybe I will tell myself, hey, Victoria, all that hard work really paid. You know, you got some really good dividends out of that. So I, I hope that's uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I do have that song in my head. Every day I'm hustling, hustling. Um, <laughs> it does feel um, a bit like that. And and I do. But on that, I I do think there is this constant wanting to achieve more, hustling, working so hard. And and with that, I agree because I think I have many times. If I would look back ten years now earlier, mm -hmm. probably I would say not why did I work so hard, but potentially why did I worry about the small things or yeah. which is relates for me to worrying so hard but this is maybe a bigger philosophical um conversation and but it of course relates to your health which is an important part of your career yeah so but really everyone we would love for you to just take sort of a check-in with yourself and see how are you doing right now How's it going? How are you in comparison to your values, to where you're at? And how are you doing? Mm. So then having reflected on, on your now and your current situation, we're moving into the future and thinking about your career in the future. So here really the work comes, right? To where, where, where's your direction? We need to do the pre-work, the past and the now to be able to go to the future. But now the interesting fun stuff comes, right? Yes. So where would you start? Well, I would go and say, 
what is my unique contribution? How do I want to add value in, in my career? And based from what I've learned and know that I'm loving and that I'm enjoying, that gives me energy, uh, what do I want to keep uh, for the future? And is there anything that I want to get rid of? Oh, I love that. And I love it with a caveat. Because you say this, what is your unique contribution? And I mm -hmm. think that on, on the one hand, if you're in the midst of a career change, and like me now, you're spending a lot of time reading a lot of inspiring work, finding a lot of interesting ideas, but you also can get this overwhelming sense that everything is being done already. Yeah. Like there's so many brilliant people doing these unique and amazing things. So I think that the shift you really need to think about is, How can, I mean, you could start simpler. You could go, how, what's my unique contribution? Or you could start at, how can I actually add value? Yeah. How can I help? How can I contribute? And then from there, just by the fact that you are an individual like no one else, it will be unique. And then you build on that. And maybe you will be able to offer something that is truly unique. Mm -hmm. Or you will be at least able to offer something that is helping some other people. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like mm -hmm. taking it down a little bit, maybe from the most extraordinary level. But I don't think your unique contribution needs to be that extraordinary. Mm. I mean, it, it can just mean that this is how you can add value. And because everyone has their own person, is their own person, it's going to be unique. So maybe we don't need to make that such an enormous, massive word that, you know, really whoever, but it's more just like, what is it that I can do that is going to make a difference for me and for others? Absolutely agree. And then another useful idea is to look at what are my alternative? So if, if you are someone who wants to redesign and change your career, mm -hmm. what are some of the alternative career paths that I could take? Because yeah. I do feel a lot of us are probably thinking, okay, I, I studied this and then I worked here. And so then there are these next following steps, what you should supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. But there is no one career that's fit for no. you. I mean, it's a little bit on how you believe on love. Like, is there only one person ever that you could have fallen in love with? Maybe, but maybe there are, you know, <laughs> a number of, of people that you could have had a happy life with. Maybe yeah. this is a deeper, longer conversation. But thinking of that, like your, your career and really seeing, maybe brainstorm the idea of what are three completely different things that you could do. One which is in line with what you're doing and one mm -hmm. which is already what you are thinking. But then maybe go a little bit crazy and see what are other alternative plans. And you don't have to do any of those plans, but just to help your mind expand a little bit and then see what are the things in those other crazy ideas that I actually like that maybe you can bring into your less crazy idea. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's really a really, really good start. And then it's kind of breaking it down and see how will these careers make a difference to you? It, you know, and, and here also we will look at the different cornerstones in Uh, what brings you joy, which one corresponds with your uh, purpose, what brings you, you know, all these different elements. But I think that's a great idea to just look at a few different options and then analyze that a little bit 
and then go for for one. Like this is your plan A, right? This is the one that you're going to go for, uh, but just keep the others as backup plans if you wish. So when we say that you should go for a plan to be more more practical, mm-hmm. I'd suggest that you write it down, the one that you choose uh, or the one that you're going to test or prototype rather. It's not that you're you're choosing like now this is what I'm going to do, but you say, okay, I want to become a hairdresser or, or whatever your change is going to be. Write out the plan. Okay, so how will that look? And mm-hmm. I would say not in a 10-year perspective, because that's a little bit too far. Then then we can be like the best hairdresser in the, you know, <laughs> in, yeah. in Atlanta, if that's what you want to be in 10 years. But rather in a five-year to look at what are the practical steps that would take me to being or to achieving that. Mm-hmm. And then start to break it down. What are the things that you can start to do now in order to test that? If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So this leads us into the final point, really, is going into, so what can we start doing already today or tomorrow? Like, how do we move, which is my sort of favorite expression right now, how do we move from insight to action uh, so what are the things? And I think that's a great first step, what you just mentioned, Josephine. The next step would maybe be the brainstorming, unless you think that we have already done that. But the next step would be like you brainstorm your three different careers, for example. You had a couple of thoughts on brainstorming. Well, it's a more of reflection, I guess, on because uh, we do a lot of that and I work with brainstorming. And I find that lately... Uh, we've become worse and worse at doing brainstorming. We move so quickly into 
the action or, or you know, we, we pick one alternative. But the whole idea with brainstorming is to generate ideas, just like you said, like generate three different careers. But even before you uh, come down to three alternative careers, maybe look at what are hundreds of, of different careers that you could take. And from some of these crazy ideas, that could inspire you to get one really great idea. So I'd even say put on a timer. Use a big, nice, beautiful, white, blank paper, right? And and just start right here, there, anywhere. Use drawing if you are a bit creative and just realize that this one is not to build on one idea, but to come up with as many ideas as you can. So a crash course in that that I found really useful. Let's mm-hmm. say that you want to explore becoming a leadership consultant like you are. Uh-huh. So the idea then, if you put leadership consultant, we all done mind mapping and so on, but put leadership consultant in the middle and then just write your three ideas that relate to you to leadership consultant. Uh-huh. Then after that, Take that, so let's say, say one word that relates to leadership consultant for you. Facilitation. Facilitation. And then rather than thinking, okay, leadership consultant, you actually, okay, what's the next that comes up with facilitation? Mm, whiteboard. Um, next word that comes up to whiteboard. So you can actually do it like that just to kind of open your mind a little bit. It might not lead to, you know, your <laughs> your career, but there might be things that you find on that map that are a little bit interesting Um to you that you can then pick up on. So like that's... whiteboards. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry for not having a more interesting <laughs> brain connection there. But uh, yeah, so that would be one part. On the other hand, whiteboards uh, is sort of like this magical place with lots of space for new ideas. So that might be an awesome thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Creativity and uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's just a fun and good way of trying to get some new uh, new ways of thinking of of ideas that you might have had before, but to get some new perspective. Yeah. Another way in terms of getting a new perspective is to really get perspectives from other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, just either just test or do the mind mapping with them if you have someone to, to do the career mind mapping with. Uh-huh. But the other one that have... I've had it as part of my whole career. I remember in grad school, this was really, you know, told us to do this a lot. And that is the idea of informational interviews. It sounds quite boring, (laughs) but really connect with people that have the career that you think that you might be dreaming of. Mm -hmm. And I think this is actually really relevant in all stages of your career. Yeah. You might want to call it something else for yourself and for them. You maybe don't even mention the word informational interview at all. But you really dig in to have conversations with people about what are the most interesting aspects of their lives and careers. And yeah. I would advise, and that's what we're doing now, given the four cornerstones that we have, that we think are key for a successful career, is that you can break it down to health, connection, purpose, and wealth. Yeah. And really see what are their uh, thoughts on those aspects and how are those aspects playing into their career? Yeah. And saying that, I think that's also part of the cornerstone of connections, right? When you're designing your career. So maybe that's going to be our next episode, don't you think, Josephine? 
Absolutely. I'm really excited about digging into connection, especially being in the position myself that I'm in Brighton now, completely new to this town and really feel this need to start to build connection. And also finding that some of the classical things that I would do to build connection are actually not available right now due to Corona crisis. We now have a limit of not being able to be more than six people in a room um, so there are some real constraints. I yeah. think that we should talk about connection in this context as well yeah. and really give some insights and tips to people how to how to build connection and network in current times. Yeah, that's a great idea. And, and we'll for sure discuss that in the next episode. And so for everyone now, I think a key insight here is to make this happen. And if you, especially if you're really in the spot, like you are just when you're really looking for a new job now, we need to realize it's it's kind of a job. There are assignments to do and, and you need to do the work with yourself to be able to go out and, and make that happen and really set aside time each day to go into developing your career. And the same mm. goes if you are in a job that you're not super happy about right now. I don't think it's enough to just think about it. I think you need to sit down, write it down, research, reflect, and go a little bit deeper. Testing. Start to do mini tests. Yeah. Whether they are to, to whatever you can fit into your day, start testing whether those ideas that you've had, whether that is something that you actually really like and whether that is something that you could um, do something more with. Yeah, exactly. So all of you listening will be in different situations concerning your career. I mean, Josephine, how would you describe quickly your current situation when it comes to your career? <laughs> Thrilling, exciting, nerve-wracking, <laughs> and uh, in the midst of, of redesigning. There you go. And I'm in the midst of my career, enjoying it, being extremely busy. And nevertheless, I think it's good to take little timeouts to check in on how we're doing on our career. So wherever you are, what are like the key components to uh, make this happen? And maybe in particular, Josephine, if you are in the point where you're really in need of a new career. Part one that I found hugely helpful the last few weeks is to just make sure that you keep the positive, positive self-talk going. Yeah. Um, listen into yourself if you start to feel less resilient or, or tired or this is not going to happen or so on. Keep that positive conversation going. I hear that I always do it to myself when I'm working out. I'm uh -huh. like, I can do this. <laughs> yeah, you're strong. I say that stuff to myself yeah. when I'm pushing myself actually working out. <laughs> I don't necessarily say that to myself, you know, at 4 p.m. when I'm not sure what to do next. So keep that positive self-talk going. I think it's key. Oh, that's a great. I love that. Another thing that is always important, but in particular, if you're in a situation where you need that energy boost, is to really check in on your energy. And we have a special episode on that, on the five energy drivers that I also talk about in, in my book, Everyone Deserves a Great Manager with, with Todd and Scott, and really be strategic about it. And there it's even a self-assessment that you can use, but really look at how do you get energy now that you need all this focus. Mm. And then finally, see the big picture. If you mm. are in the situation that I am right now, where you you know you've you've already started the change, but maybe not exactly know where that's going to end up, 
see the big picture because confidence can go really up and down you know you can feel great at some point of the day you can feel less great later remember to like take the zoom out perspective rather than get too much into the absolute current situation because things change so quickly you get one good email you get one job offer you feel great about yourself and then you have other days that are a little bit less happening maybe yeah keep on zooming out when it's like that Yes, you're doing great. <laughs> so, uh, no, but really, I think it's important to do that pep talk and hear it from each other. Surround yourselves with others that gives you positive energy. And that's going to be our next uh, episode. We might get in a few interviews in between, right, Josephine? Yes, practicing what we're preaching. We have some really cool people that are starting to line up to do the kind of informational interview that we were speaking about. We're really see how did they do their career changes? How did they build wealth, finding purpose and uh, being connected? Yeah. So if you want to stay on this journey with us, and if you think that there might be other people in your network that would benefit from getting a bit of a career boost, uh, please uh, share our podcast with them and give us a great rating on your podcast provider. And follow us on LinkedIn. We're posting on other channels, uh, Instagram as well. But LinkedIn, given that this is so career related, we're posting a lot of insights on LinkedIn. So under Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos Olsen, and you'll get a lot of our latest insights. (laughs) Yes. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Good luck with your careers. And by the way, yes, also feel free to comment on LinkedIn and let us know. And we love when you're getting in touch with us. So thank you for doing that and have a great week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.